Hey guys, Ethno today states, we're, uh, what would you rate it? All I'm saying is these colors don't run. Let's talk about America. They walk. And the, that, they, the, my colors walk, bro. My colors <laughs> walk. What are you talking about ethnostates? Are we trying to like start like explaining the milk ethnostate? And which like ethnicity would we choose? That's a good question. Well, Core? I'm mixed race. Core, so. Core decides. Am I going to create he's like race. a mixed race ethnostate? Like, is that something that we it could make that happen? I think that defies the very essence of what an ethnostate <laughs> is. Because it's multiple well, I'm like, ethnicities, right? I'm trying to expand. Right? The, I'm trying to change the game and get a little creative with it. Like, like maybe it's and, a... Do a duo ethnostate. May, maybe it's like a, a... duology. Like, you have to be 50% like white and black. And therefore, it's an ethnostate that cannot perpetuate itself. Uh, oh, because people keep like mingling so with it's each like, other. And, like, it's just a bunch of people go to a country and then they all die after one generation. It's pretty cool, actually. It's like a it's like apartheid reverse. Like you have to like have reverse, a black reverse. mom and a, a white mom. It's like reverse. It's like the cha cha slide of apartheid. <laughs> you know, it's like it's very interesting. Anyways, uh, welcome to the podcast, guys. That's a great intro. I'm Eden. That's Core. That's Jack, and are we going to be talking about apartheid the whole podcast? Like, what's... I'm down. I don't know. Uh, Nelson Mandela was great. I liked Nelson Mandela and his effect that he had on people. You know, he was he was a great guy. <laughs> Who who's that? Nelson Mandela. He's the guy. You know the you don't the know Berenstain the Bears Mandela effect. <laughs> oh, he's he's the guy from the Bear Stain. He's the Berenstain Berenstain he's like the Bears. Main he's the guy who made that. It, yeah. He's the main. He played. He made, played Mister. He played Papa Bear in the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. The only dude. When I was a kid, I when Nelson Mandela died, I was sad. Not because Nelson Mandela died, but I wasn't I, sad. I I thought he wasn't gonna be in any more movies because for some reason, <laughs> as a kid, I watched this movie where Morgan Freeman plays Nelson Mandela. Yeah. But I just thought that like <laughs> they were the same person for some reason. I as honestly, a kid. I feel like I had a very similar thought. Like I think so many people just thought Morgan Freeman was Nelson Mandela, and it's it was a problem. It wasn't that, communicated that just well shows in our schooling. How good of a role yeah. he played in that movie. Morgan that Freeman just shows died North, North America. North American fucking education is not good. That's just it. I think that just shows. Okay, but the, why as a North American do I need to know anything about Africa? Clearly, <laughs> nothing goes on there. There's no relevance. I, I, why, yeah, why would I need I to know anything about, about that country? Well, how, you, what you have to know, you know those like sad little commercials that come on the TV where it's like a little black child. He's like, you have to save this child. <laughs> Donate to this fake charity right now. You have to. Uh, we have to understand so we can Allegedly. empathize with that child. That real child that exists allegedly. and not a fake company, allegedly. I, I'm just thinking that of you're uh, donating money to. The, what, what was that channel we saw? It was like SaveTheJews.org or some shit like that. Oh my god, <laughs> that that channel. Oh my god, that. Oh my god, that was ter- that was so what are you guys weird. Talking was, about. Core and I were taking this like improv class yeah. in uh, in Austin, like last like what summer, and. We just, after one of the classes, like all the classes went into a bar to get some drinks and we were just like me and core and this one other person were just hyper fixated on this one like TV in the bar that was just playing like freejews.org and it was just showing this like <laughs> Holocaust victim like, like woman. Sale. Yeah, Take I was going to say with like, you, are they you, so- you can put it in your attic. <laughs> they fit really well into tight spaces. But it was, it was basically just like. 
showing this like holo- this old lady holocaust victim and her sad fucking life it was trying to make it the <laughs> yeah, saddest yeah. thing possible it, it, it was because it's like the vibe of the bar everybody's laughing it's jovial it's a fun time and then on this tiny little tv screen is like the oldest woman i have ever seen in my life <laughs> it's the crap hobbling around her miserable house that looks like yeah, shit it was while they're just recording her and it was playing like it was, the whole time we were at the we were there for like an hour. And it was I just, that was like the only thing on the TV. It was awesome. It was I awesome. don't understand free the are they like locked in like a meat lock like a frozen a freezer at like a restaurant or something? <laughs> I don't to be know left why it was called something? Free the Jews. I don't know why it was called Free the Jews. Maybe it's free them from debt. I don't know exactly <laughs> where, why it was called Where are they? Someone should go help them they're right in their now. Fucking homes, bro. They're, she's in her sad home that she lives in, and she she looks like the Coco grandma. She has she lit. It was the the physical representation of the grandma from Coco reaching at you in that one gift, bro. It is. <laughs> so she looked it, like she looked like bones, bones and skin, bones and skin. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, she got the it. skin update. She got the skin update, sadly. Yeah, fuck. Lots of no. skeletons. Lots of skeletons have been wanting that one, man. Not gonna lie. This is not good. I'm wearing my World War II hat today. This is not a good you're, conversation. You're talking, talking about, about free the you're Jews. being insensitive towards the Jewish people while wearing a World I feel, War II. No one, I've worn this like fit like so many times where I'm, I wear this fucking shitty ass. These colors don't run. I wear the stupid World War II and no one fuck. I have to always point it out to people. I'm like, do you look how, look how stupid I look right now? And they're like, oh my God, people are gonna like, like look at you and like talk to you i'm like nope i never got fucking one goddamn complaint bro damn that's not crazy. yet well i'm just saying maybe some people thought that you served in world war ii yeah and maybe you just Possibly. had like maybe old? you just had like a really good skincare routine <laughs> and like you know you've really kept up you know taking good care of your appearance You're like that would be crazy you um, were there um so uh Actually, I'm very spiritual, and uh, in my past life, I was actually a World War II veteran. I was actually like in the bunkers. Like I was. I died I was. on D-Day. My last life, I died on D-Day. That was I me. Died. I'm not gonna I say which side because it's more fun if you have to guess. That's cool. That's insane, <laughs> dude. That's <laughs> you're like a yacht queen, like TikTok witch, but you're also like an inner Nazi, like inside of you, like that. <laughs> that is cool. Do <laughs> you say you're a little de- you're a little devious? That's your devious side. Is that that's your devious? Side? <laughs> no, that's that's like one of my favorite things to make fun of because like everybody's like in my past life. Oh, I was in the 1800s and I I was a scholar studying academia. It's like you go back in time and like 95 percent of people were basically in slavery, just farming to stay alive, and then giving all the profits like fucking f- some feudalism shit. And they just think, oh, <laughs> back in the day, I was a lord. And it's like, no, you were no, you were, bro, you were, you were a fuck, slave. You were you were eating one piece of bread a day, bro. At if you're lucky, if you're fucking lucky, you're, <laughs> you're slaving away every day. Goddamn. And we're just slave. We're just slaves in a different way now. We're bro. the same. It's like the we're same. slaves to the machine. Like 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 so we're slaves like to the machine. Susan Wajiki is like our lord, and we're just she's you know, like our slave owner. Our little yeah. plot. She's like our Leonardo DiCaprio from uh, and, and Django Unchained. And we're the 18-year-old girl. We're, we're like the 18-year-old girl. <laughs> I don't even know what you're quoting. What are you saying right now? Please. Core is my we're black d- friend. If that was a really racist Core joke, is I the don't Django. know. Core is, Core is Django. I was just I don't making know, a man. joke I don't about know what you're referencing. Leo dating young girls. 
perpetually. Oh, I thought you were talking about us being the characters from Django Unchained that are slaves. No, 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 no. <laughs> because separate. that would obviously that. be a little bit more edgy. That was funny, because I think the one time I went to... Uh, what's the name of the place? It's like a... I think it's in um, Virginia. Wichita. It's like a little... It's like a small little town. Uh, and it's basically one of those places where it's like a full replica of like how life was back in like early America, like like settlers time. I love those towns. Yeah, and so like a so pilgrim every, town yeah, or pilgrim something. Town, and like everybody's like in character. <laughs> everybody's in character, and they do all the stuff that they're doing, and you can talk to them oh. and like learn a little bit. Uh, and it it was fun. Actually, it was cool because it was like the whole thing was free, uh, unless you wanted to go inside the buildings so we just didn't pay to go inside the building that's that's the, <laughs> dude i sort of got like because back nowadays you have the internet but back then parents who were broke and had to entertain their fucking children had to do the fucking olympics of parenting finding shit that was like free and actually interesting for kids to do uh yeah yeah but the, and, it, i when i went there i went with uh two of my friends at the time who are both uh more visibly black than I am significantly, so the entire time we were just joking about slavery. That was like the it, that's oh like all I God. remember of the experience. Dude, okay, court, 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 court. When you were in fucking, I swear to God, Jack, this might be like the craziest thing. I swear to God, maybe you'll be like, I never heard this in my entire life. Oh my God, court, you didn't go to public school, man. Fuck every fucking time. I want to tell a story about fucking public school. I remember court was homeschooled. God damn it. When I was in school, I remember this happened multiple years. Mm -hmm. For some reason, every single time when they teach this in school, they're like, so the Germans, they did not like the Jewish people. Or they'd be like, the slave owners, they did not like the blacks. And they would the same lesson would happen every <laughs> they single didn't time. Like them. They would go through the classroom and be like, you'd be a slave, you'd be a slave, you'd be a slave. <laughs> They would do no that like, every time, every school I went no to did the same way. thing. And what? and with the Jewish lesson, they'd be like, you would probably be in a concentrate. Like they would point out. Let me explain. The point of what they're trying to do is to make it seem like you know someone that that could have affected. Like they're trying to, you know, like relate it to their way of thinking and stuff like that. So children can understand how messed up yeah. it was. I'm just imagining it creating like a race yeah. war dynamic in the classroom where the white kids are like, yeah, maybe wow, you should we, we be, would a be a slave. slave. Maybe you should be a slave. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's Something starting that about. racism young. Like it could have just started the racism young. It could have backfired completely. And I think that is just insane. Pointing out individuals <laughs> in the classroom yeah, saying that they like, would have be like slaves. This fun or little, they would be like classroom activity where we had all the black kids go up front and then we like pretended to like auction them off. It was a super fun classroom activity. It was so funny. And then like we got like the, <laughs> the richest kid in the class to auction for them. And it was like a really great like that is Damn. American schooling is, is insane, bro. Like, I no, feel like, and like I went to like, it's like, obviously, I don't know if that's like that at every single school, but I, I moved to like different school districts and states like every two years growing up. And I swear mm. to God, that happened at like every fucking school I went to. It was they the, gave same, the same it talk was like the every teacher, year. No, 
No, like the teacher is like so excited. They're like fidgeting in their chair until they can finally hit <laughs> slavery in the lesson book. They're so excited. You're a slave. You're. It's like they're so excited like to get Oprah. to that part of the year. Is... Like I don't. Dude, that's like that's like the English teacher get, getting hyped to read get to kill a mockingbird. Servitude. Like you get indentured servitude. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like the to kill a mockingbird English teacher getting ready to say the n word, bro. It's like so bad. I had this like really like we called her the crackhead teacher because she was like really old but she like was insane like the way she moved fidgeted around like she seemed like a crackhead but like she would say because they say like the n-word like in a certain way into killing mockingbird she would enunciate it so loud when it would come to it in the classroom and everyone's like whoa like Old white woman, you do not need to. We we know the word, man. You don't gotta. We're reading the book with you right now, man. Like, why do you gotta say this? I don't know. Yeah, Some I mean, you were you were a bunch of like high school level. like kids, so the you were all kind of like, no, you're saying it completely wrong. It's like this. I've got I've got a lot of experience. With the I just if I, I just don't understand if you're a teacher. You should just be using the audiobook if you're going to do that book. You know what I mean? Like, that makes the most sense no, she, to me. No, she'd play the like, audio. My hands are clean. She'd play the audiobook and then she'd pause it to say the N word part. The <laughs> <laughs> like, guy's waiting. My favorite part's coming up. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. I'm just Let's imagining it like the audio's playing and you can see her, like, her lips, like, moving along as she's like, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. My favorite part. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I can't. Oh my god, I can't even handle that. They should have that, kids that's, watch that's like the Boondocks in class instead of like all this other bullshit. Actually, that's like a better education. Actually, I'm not gonna. That would. I don't know. I feel like, especially like a preppy like white kid private school should show Boondocks. They should understand. They need to watch like the what? What's the best Boondocks episode? The BET episodes. Yeah, specifically. They they should or like the the episode the with Kelly the episode. what's his name very important oh, okay yeah the r kelly episode <laughs> yeah that's the most important episode that's that's what they, they should do like when you're going over like modern important events in in modern culture class or whatever it's like you get to r kelly it's like just watch this episode it's got all the deets you don't You'll need understand. to understand you need jack, to jack. teach jack What's what up? was the weirdest movie you watched in school weirdest movie I'll go first I, while you think, okay? I'll go okay, first. Yeah, I've got go an ahead, answer go as ahead. well. My my senior year, we watched okay. this, like, Beowulf movie because we read Beowulf, right? Is That's that the a, CGI animated one? No, I, it's not CGI oh, animated. Okay. But there, there is this one weird CGI, like, the movie, apparently there's, like, a very popular rendition of Beowulf. But my English teacher, he was kind of a nerd in the good way that, like, he cared about his job, basically. He's like, that Beowulf movie has a lot of uh, indiscrepancies. It's not completely accurate to how the book portrays it. So we're not going to watch the one that most English teachers would show their <laughs> students. I'm going to show you this one instead. I'm not like the other English teachers. I'm, like, kind of quirky He's like literally that. not like the other We watched this different Beowulf movie that was a little – the movie was a little low-budget. It was a little, you could tell, it was it a little sucked. older as well. Ugh. But there was, like, this weird, like, CGI scene where, like, the spirit of his mother or something. I don't remember exactly, like, the Beowulf lore, because I haven't read that book in, like, four years. Or oh, five years now, basically. But, basically, there's a scene in Beowulf. And it's extremely weird, 
because it's a very muscular live action man, but he's having sex with like a CGI creature <laughs> that is like a ghost spirit type of thing. And so it's like real human fucking CGI, like poorly edited on top of each other. And it lasts like four and a half minutes. So that There's was some probably... Overwatch porn or some shit. No, that's it's literally like it's plenty a lot of less time, quality. That's, that's you want to give me the timestamp or we could watch it together on the channel. We'll watch I think... it for Milk Guys. Okay, Hit this cool. podcast to one hundred likes. We'll do it. <laughs> one hundred like damn, that's pretty low bar. One thousand. I don't know how many likes the podcast gets. If I'm we got like five honest. likes, so it's like six. It... I, I I was gonna say oh, like go ahead, I please. no yeah go ahead Cor. <laughs> I just told you to go ahead. This is literally Fuck. like the All like right. opening door, opening door. Fine. After you. Okay, so there's like two things that come to mind. I don't think I've ever watched anything that weird and like raunchy in school. Like mm -hmm. the most, the the thing that comes to mind the most is that in my ninth grade French class, the last French class I took, because you only have to take it like in elementary school and then one language class in high school. We watched Wally in French. Like in French, Wally. and I don't know if you know about Wally, but there is like no dialogue for the first like hour of the movie. So we're all just like, why are we watching Wally? Like I wasn't complaining. I love Wally. It's a great movie, but it's like what? It's an like, amazing movie. It's like does he, does he movie. say like, like Wally Eve? Does he say like a French accent? Yeah, he's bonjour Wally. Eve, and it's like, it's like so weird. It was like the dumbest like decision ever. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I loved watching it. I was like, this is, I, ha I hated that class because the teacher hated me because I always skipped class. Because <laughs> um, I always slept in and then she was like, oh no, like she hated me because of it. Um, we were not on good oh, terms. Oh, is this the class like, that you managed to get a B in even though you skipped class Yes, this is, this is the class that I managed <laughs> to do pretty decent in even though I missed like half the classes. But then she was like, we're going to watch WALL-E tomorrow. I'm like, okay, well, I got to pull up class. for that. I gotta pull pulling to, up like he's pulling up for the minion movie. He's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wally in French. Him, him fucking walking around the desolate fucking world in French. Like, it was it was stupid. But uh, we watched, like, the other movie that I remember in high school watching is, like, like, Crazy Rich Asians for, like, this cultures class. And it was just, like, I don't think that's a really weird movie to watch. Mm. But it was just, like, the reaction I had to it... I. It's a pretty good movie. It's like it's interesting. I don't know. There's like a big Joel video on it. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Yeah, just I've like seen the different it. the weird cultural parts of it. But there's like this really funny scene at the end where the the one crazy rich Asian is proposing to the other crazy rich Asian <laughs> on this plane as they are, and it's no. playing a Mandarin. Those are the cover. characters. Well, one of them's crazy rich. The other one isn't. I was just saying that for hyperbole. She's a crazy poor Asian and a crazy rich Asian. <laughs> oh, so, the, okay. so the crazy rich Asian is proposing to the crazy poor Asian. And <laughs> they're playing a Mandarin cover of Yellow by Coldplay. And I just start to hysterically laugh in the class. <laughs> and no one else is laughing. No one else understands why I'm laughing. Oh my god. And That's I'm like, that is really, really funny. It's really funny scene. It's like supposed to be like the climax of the movie. Like, oh, it's so cute. Like, they're it's romance. And then I'm just laughing. And then like the teacher pauses. She's like, Jack, why are you laughing right now? And I'm what like, did you say? Coldplay. I'm like, they're playing Coldplay in Mandarin, bro. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> it was and awesome. No one I understood you.
Crazy. No one understood did, it. They're, did you take any serious classes? And you took culture studies and French. These are like the only two classes I've ever heard you talk about. Those are the only classes. Yeah. Those are the, that's the Canadian school system. <laughs> yeah. No, I took all the other. Yeah, they took classes, out math but... and English. Yeah. No. <laughs> he went to woke high, bro. I went to woke high. <laughs> you only learned about culture and French, bro. God, that, what, that's what was your the movie division. Boy? You've got Prager, you and woke high. That's the only schools you can go to. <laughs> <Woke high. laughs> Woke high needs to happen. That, I feel like that they we're one year away from Netflix booting some shitty like teen drama called Woke High. That would uh, be and they're all day slash thems. Uh, that's just like a series. Euphoria animated series or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would love that. Little Zendaya. Uh, um. So my movie is I obviously I didn't go to high school, but in college I took a film class while I was there, uh, which was actually. I think that was one of the last, that was the class I took in, like, the last semester before I dropped out. So, like, I, like, mm -hmm. just stopped going, like, halfway through the class. I was like, I don't care anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm out this bitch. But when I was initially going, I think it was, uh, specifically it was centered around, like, African-American representation in film. Uh, so, yeah. like, they started off with, like... Sydney Pointer with like guess who's coming to dinner and then slowly oh, okay. we watched like some like buddy cop movie because that's like the white rush hour the white cop black cop thing it no, it was way older it was like 70s okay. movie uh okay. and going into that uh which is actually how I ended up watching get out for the first time and loving it because I had never seen it that's was good. in that class it forces you to watch it yeah Sick. um but the one movie that we watched was called toy starring Richard Pryor uh, and the oh, premise of this movie, this is, this is genuinely, I think one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. The premise of the movie is Toy. He, this guy, Richard Pryor, uh, pretty famous black comedian at the time in the eighties, I think, uh, is working at a toy store. Uh, and this rich bratty white girl comes in with her father and he's like, I'll buy you anything, anything, dear, anything you want, dear. She's like. Oh my god, I, I want know that. Going. And she points <laughs> at Richard Pryor, the human being. And he becomes like like he they he gets offered a like toy? a ton of money from the dad cuz he's like I got to give my daughter anything she wants. Uh I got to let my daughter be racist. It's it's, it's essential <laughs> to her development as a as a as a girl. Um, and so he's just because so the entire movie is just her forcing him to do stuff like as like to entertain her. It's like the most fucked weird concept. And the movie came out like way too late for this concept. Like it, people were pretty aware that of like racial divide at this point in time in yeah. media. This was not like that. Oh, is... it's it aged poorly. No, this shit. This shit came <laughs> out rotten. It came out the gate, like, already that moldy. That is an insane concept. It's fucking that is an absurd. Insane... I've never seen anything Is he like getting it. paid handsomely, at least? I is he getting I think paid so, a lot yeah. of money? I don't remember the movie super so, well, because it was really bad. It sucked. It was mostly <laughs> just, like, bad yeah. and boring and, like, a lot of just, like, stupid, shitty slapstick. Uh, like you would yeah. expect of a shitty comedy movie from that time period, but then it's all made ten times worse by worse by the pr premise of the movie. It's just I absurd. I want him. 
I want Richard Pryor. <laughs> Can you imagine like, like they did like five retakes of it? She starts crying. I just can't. You're going to be racist, sweetie. You're going to make us a lot he of money, fo- he, force, he forces him. <laughs> that You're going to be racist. That would be sad. Uh, You're going to be racist, sweetie. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite movie of all time. One of the one of the that best. is my favorite movie now. I gotta watch it one day. I've definitely it seen. It sounds some, like, like it sounds like um. What's that Christmas movie where it's like uh, uh there's like uh there's Santa and he has to kill Santa and it's like Nicolas Cage or something. He has to Santa kill Claus? Santa. Doesn't he fight Santa Claus on top of a house or something in the movie? No, you're talking about the Santa Claus and and Tim Allen kills Santa by accident. And he has to become Santa. <laughs> yeah, what's that I, I movie like the called? Plot better. The Santa you Claus, the one that I just you described. Have to kill Santa. I thought he, I thought, I thought he, I thought he kills Santa in, a, in like an epic That's fight. That's like the I fucking Invaders like, in Christmas special. I wish fucking Nicolas Cage was in a Christmas movie. That would be awesome. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god! It's like it's like Mandy, oh, the- except he's just going around like killing elves. I am. That would be so sick. Nicolas Cage has like the greatest run in the past like couple years. I've watched so many Nicolas Cage movies recently that are just the most insane movies of all time. I, mean, I don't mean, know what if has I he been. There, he, there was, I didn't like, even this, know he was still like a big name. I thought there was, was this like, movie he time. made. I watched recently with some of my friends. There was this movie he made recently, which is basically like a Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff. Oh, the Willy Nick, Wonka. Willy's Wonderland. Willy's where, Wonderland. So the whole movie is interesting. It's 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 Nicolas Cage. He's driving in this awesome car, and oh, like he runs over like a, like so, like a, uh, like a pothole or something, and his tires fucked. So then his car gets all messed up. He's he stops. He stops in this small little town. He's like, and then the mechanic's like, "Sorry, man, you're gonna have to stay the night. Like, like we only accept cash to repair the car." And then Nicolas Cage is like, "Hmm." He doesn't say a word like the entire movie. He's like, "Oh, if you don't have cash, then you can work at the Five Nights at Freddy's." Like place and clean it overnight and then he's and he's like then he says his first word of the movie like 20 minutes in he's like okay and then he gets he gets it he starts to clean this place and every 15 minutes he takes a break where he chugs an entire can of soda and plays pinball for 15 minutes this happens like throughout the entire movie. This happens like ten times. Where well, you think it's gonna be part of the movie, but he's chugging. He chugs at least ten cans of soda <laughs> for no fucking reason. And that, then all of a sudden, you know, the the animatronics come to, take to a life. Mad piss teen- at the end of the movie. It's very. That's he, the climax. It is. <laughs> that's the climax. There is no climax. Then the animatronics come to life. He says his second word in the movie. Fuck. Then he beats the hell out of all the animatronics, kills them all, and. That he just drives off. It is. I, I don't know what what is with Nicolas Cage deciding to do that movie specifically, but it's a very very fun movie. Uh, I feel like like if anyone's interested in the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, I don't know if it will top Willy's Wonderland for me because it's just really insane. Jack, what's the name of the company that's doing the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's movie? Uh, Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Are they good or bad? Because I apparently bad. people think that they're good. But I watched that. this trailer for like a movie, one of their horror movies. I, I, I don't bad. think they're capable of making a good movie. And everybody's acting like the same fucking line for every fucking av- adaptation ever made. But Scott Cawthon, he's working really closely with the team. To and I'm like, dude, this movie's it's gonna like be one fucking piece, bro. Terrible, bro. <laughs> it's like One Piece, bro. Like people are coping is, so fucking hard. The thing I start to realize is, uh. 
well, obviously, they're always going to say they're working closely with them because the, th- the truth yeah. is these guys can give them pages of notes and they, they're like, we don't feel like doing this. But we like we listen to him say it. So that counts. But also, yeah, they're not a movie per. They don't make movies. What the fuck do they know about what makes a good movie? He makes video games. It's very different. He makes video games with like a very loose story and like lore that you have to like analyze. You have to watch Matt yeah, like videos how to understand. Would he possibly know what would actually make it into a good movie. Like I feel like I mean I get, think it's like, good to work with the creators, but like that's not yeah. like any sort of guarantee. What if he of What if he just left a note, like a sticky note on this on like the on like a frame of the movie or something, and he's like, "Purple guy could be more purple here," and then that's the <laughs> note. That's the note that that's like the I only note he left really, on the entire the really purple guy. And he he writes he writes out like the hex code and like Sharpie. I need a really per- I just think with Five Nights at Freddy's like the source material sucks so like it, I think it's just bound to be a really funny movie. <laughs> it's uh, going to be bad. It's got honestly Blumhouse being in charge of the movie is probably the best case scenario to be honest. Just mm-hmm. make a shitty movie on purpose. Make it funny at least. Yeah, Blumhouse you know is I mean? king. Blumhouse is king of making like so bad it's good horror movies. Like they are they are the kings of those. I've watched so many Blumhouse movies knowing that's going to be bad <laughs> and I I'm been served great. They did like unfriended which did is they like the pee pee poo poo man or the bye bye man or whatever it's called the bi- i don't think they did the bye bye man but that movie's <sighs> great amazing film they did happy death day which is pretty funny that was I like their you know, first big one right? i don't know i guess maybe it's just not my niche or whatever so. but i will never understand why there was such a huge market for horror like it's like horror, low horror, budget horror, horror. horror movies dominate like there's no other yeah. like there's no significant scene for any other kind of low slash like mid budget movies besides horror. And so many directors get their start because you can get like a project off the ground in horror a lot easier than in any other genre. Yeah, because it's so low budget. It's only like I a think, couple, couple I million. think the biggest reason why core is because they come first of all, the bar is on the floor when it comes to horror films. Like Very that's true. just obvious. But second of all, they just come out during October. Like they just they don't bother dropping the horror movies unless it's October, and then people are like, I do not care what I am going to watch. I'm not even going to watch the trailer. I just want to watch a scary fucking movie because it is the month of October, it's and then the they season, go do that. Yeah. So that's, that's it. That's kind of it. Yeah. I, think, I, I think guess it's makes... similar in the way that, like, a million shitty, like, Hallmark-esque Christmas movies come out, like, every year. Like, just an endless people amount do, yeah. of them. It, it's a comfort it, in a way it's like a comfort to be scared like i feel like a lot of people like mm. grow up with these like horror movies and like they want to feel that emotion of like being scared that's kind of a terrifying way to explain it uh, but that's it way. i don't know that's it's, it's you know, cathartic in a way to like they be grow scared up in very traumatic households <laughs> their father with the belt is like a jump scare right around the corner they never know when he's going to strike they never know when the bye-bye man is gonna come for you don't think it don't say it <laughs> And uh, and if you don't want, go to our Patreon for the other half of the video, or else. Uh, that's or that's else. the horror ten dollars this video. It's actually we made it. This is a horror short film. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. It was uh, meant to dive into the deep trauma, the inner, of the inner being alive. Of trauma. Funs, can you searchers? Can you film yourself like dancing? I want to see that ass twerk and shit.